Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Intentionally Inspirational Podcast. This podcast was created for entrepreneurs who are seeking motivation, digital marketing tips, personal development resources, and a nice dose of comic relief. Now for your host, Jason Wright. What is happening, everybody? Jason Wright here with another wonderful episode of the Intentionally Inspirational Podcast. And I believe this is episode number 114. It gets confusing for me to remember where we're at because... Not only do I have the weekly release of this type of show, the full-length show, I've got the two bonus episodes a week as well, also known as the Full Access Project. Very different than this show. No editing, no guests, no music. Ten minutes or less. Almost like an audio journal of the entrepreneurial um, experience. Raw, uncut. Check it out if you haven't. It's kind of a neat contrast to, to this type of show, but I'm doing doing them all. So... I lose track of the episodes. That was my point. <laughs> um, something I noticed today, I don't even know when this happened, but on the website, and especially, not really the website, but in the mobile view of the website, uh, Pippa, my podcast host, has finally integrated a player that is mobile-friendly. It looks great. It's so clean that you can check out um, you know, this podcast there. All the mini-episodes or the bonus episodes or the Full Access Project they're within the same podcast as this, but you can clearly see which are labeled which. So check that out there if you like, intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash podcast. Or, you know, we're everywhere. We're Apple Podcast, iTunes, Spotify, CastBox, Stitcher, Google Play. We're all over the place. So very cool. So I, I've been on this kick here lately um, just from a, a messaging standpoint. Uh, you know, it's, it's part of the name, but... Just be intentional, period. You know, think about that just with anything that you're doing. So, you know, you listening to this right now, you, you might die today. All right, I'm not trying to be morbid, but it's it's real. People die every day, and a lot of times it's unexpected. And I bring that up because I want you to think about what you're doing with your time. Are you being intentional with your time? Are you doing things that matter? Are you doing things that you want to do while you still can? Think about that. You know, I think about that with my life and my business all the time. Uh, we've got a really cool guest today that is uh, a great example of somebody who had a, a good job in the corporate world and, uh, you know, wanted to do things his own way. And, you know, we don't know how much time we have, so we have to be intentional and focused and, you know, very, very serious about what we're doing with the time we do have when we have it. So think about that. Just think about that as we listen to this episode here, as we go on with our day. Just think about how focused you are with your time. Are you wasting time? Are you watching two to three hours of TV a day, seven days a week? If so, there's a part-time job. There's a business you could start. There's more work you could do on your house or your property. More time you could spend with your loved ones, your kids, your significant other, etc. So think about that. So today we do have a guest. It is Jonathan Rose, good friend of mine. Um, we will check out that conversation here in just a moment. Uh, you know what's interesting about Jonathan is we actually 
spoke before he was going to come on the podcast and he was going to launch a podcast and uh, we connected really well and, um, you know, I gave him some direction and some pointers and he got his podcast up and launched and uh, I was chugging along with that pretty good now. So pretty cool stuff. Uh, let's check out the conversation him and I had. I know you guys would like this. What is happening, everybody? It's Jason right here. I've got another great guest with me this week, as always. I've got Jonathan Rose with me. Let me tell you what I know about Jonathan. Jonathan is the owner of a company called Active Day Trader. He's an entrepreneur and a very experienced day trader as well, and he will speak more to that than I can. Jonathan, thank you. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. This This is very exciting. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Well, tell us about your journey kind of into your area of expertise and into entrepreneurship as well. Sure. So in 1997, I moved out to Chicago just knowing that I wanted to trade. It was kind of like just part of my DNA. And I grew up on the East Coast, grew up in in New Jersey, moved out to Chicago. And Chicago's, you know, if you want to trade, especially back then, before everything was automated, you either were in Chicago or you were in New York. So I ended up going out to Chicago, figured I'd be out there for a couple of years, then go back to the East Coast. But a couple of years became three years, became five years, got a great job situation, met my wife, and now I'm camped in Chicago for uh, for the long run. But I've done nothing but trade throughout my entire career. At the end of 2015, I had a friend who was in content marketing and said, hey, what would you say if I built the website and you just come in and teach? You know, would that be something that you're interested in? And my trading style gives me a lot of free time throughout the day. So I said, sure, I'll give it a try. I had no idea what I was getting into, but kind of a, a little bit different route than most people get into kind of entrepreneurship. This is how I started. So the end of 2015, started as a hobby and uh, quickly grew into a full-time gig. Very nice. I was checking out your website earlier today. Nice website. Very, very nice. I like the funnels on the front page. Good stuff there. So very, very good. Um, you know, day trading is a phrase, and I'm sure you hear it all the time, that a lot of people throw around, but they have no idea what they're talking about. You know, the novices. Is it something difficult for the average person to kind of get involved with, or is that too broad of a question? No, it's not too broad of a question. And it's kind of interesting because I'll talk more about the company as we go on into the interview, but I don't have a marketing background. So all I've done throughout my entire career is trade. And so everything else I've had to learn in the last couple of years. So even the name active day trader, it's a tough one because I'm not an active day trader. I trade <laughs> my, my buddy who is in content marketing He's got this, you know, he came to me, hey, I got this great name. It's really good for SEO. And I was, you know, I didn't know what SEO was. So I said, okay, great, let's do it. So funny enough, one of the things that I encounter most often is, why is your name Active Day Trader if you're not an active day trader? So (laughs) what's the answer to that question? (laughs) That's a great one. (laughs) The, The answer to that question is, Exactly. I mean, the truth guy started it because it was SEO. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a great membership. I've got a great following now um, and just never got too hung up on the name. It is something that 
I'd like to, you know, fully revamp the site and revamp the name, mm-hmm. but um, it's always weighing kind of what's most important. And right now, especially for my clientele, me spending a whole bunch of time, you know, rebranding, I'm not sure the juice is worth the squeeze. Gotcha. It's funny that you bring that up, but I'm kind of just uh, going off what we'll call my notes, and I'll use that loosely, but this is the fun of the show, rolling with it organic as we see fit, darn it. Um, I just recently, last weekend, I just, it's been bothered me and I just don't, you know, jumped into my website, changed the theme completely and just kind of a rebranding type of thing. And, you know, you've probably seen this in business, but sometimes we find ourselves at points where we're like, you know, I'm headed in the right direction, but I'm going to pivot slightly this way because there's a bigger opportunity or something makes more sense. And I'm one of these people that drives my wife's nuts that, I'll say, man, the the messaging is just slightly off. So I'm always tweaking branding and, you know, the type of feel I want to create and who I'm talking to and that avatar. And it's funny, but, you know, I think it's an important part of anybody's business, you know? I agree. Something that I work on personally, which has been a big adjustment for me, but I think I'm getting a lot better at it. And when I talk with people, I see them running into the same issues and, I think that especially entrepreneurs were always thinking about the business, right? And because of that, at least in my perspective, I found it was always trying to get in front of problems or always thinking like, oh, the name doesn't reflect exactly what I do. I should change it. But if that's not really the issue, I find myself creating an issue that might not necessarily be there rather than, you know what? Talk to your clients, talk to your audience, find out what their pain points are. And I'd rather spend time addressing those than me creating something. If it's a website redesign or a big thing like a a brand redesign Mm -hmm. and who who knows, maybe down the, down the line, it's something that I may do, but for now it's keep it simple, you know, really try to think of, you know, what's going to benefit the end user, the end user. Absolutely. Very well said. So I've got kind of a, a thought I've been thinking about, and I'd love to hear what you have to say about this. Talk to me about how much your, we'll say, your experience as an employee has kind of helped shape what you're doing in your business. So is, are all skills transferable, or what are your thoughts on that? So because I've been in trading, I've, I've been fortunate enough that I've never really been like a traditional employee. I think, and and I've been really, really fortunate in this space, in the content marketing space, because I grew really fast, really, really fast. I'm 15 months in, um, pretty much, you know, 10% every month of growth, which has been kind of just unheard of. Yeah. Very nice. Um, I think what's been the most important thing for me is I'm, I'm a, I'm a grinder. I'm a, I'm a hustler. I love, I love the chase. I love the competition. I love looking at other people's content out there in my space. And it really just motivates me and fires me up because I feel that, you know, the, the stock market education space, you know, when I explain it, I kind of compare it a little bit to the coaching space on the internet right now where there's a lot of, there's a lot of people out there who don't necessarily have a real background you know, that are kind of just uh, selling dreams. And the same thing goes on in the stock education space. And I know in my heart that I can 
really help people better than you know competitors in a space that I see doing really really well. And I think that kind of like chip on my shoulder really really you know helps really benefits me and I, I, hopefully it comes through when I'm presenting to my audience because I, I I believe I can help them better than other people can. Absolutely, I love that. So in your space, do you I mean can you spot kind of a counterfeit when you see it? You know, people that say they're traders, but you can tell right away they have no idea what they're talking about. Less for me, less than a minute because I know the industry. Sure. So it's amazing to me, and maybe this is specific to my space, but my style is very, very different than anybody else that I've seen. So the the rub against me is, wow, it's 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 so different. Why isn't anybody doing this? And it makes people either uh, really attracted to me or really standoffish. But when I get them on the phone and I talk with them, just as they feel with me that it's so different, I then tell them, hey, everything else that I see on the internet, that's so different to me. I'm hearing something that I've never even seen in 18 years of professional experience is being sold on a webinar for $9.97. And I mean, it's, it's just flat out made up. Like people are just making up names and selling them and selling them without any return policy. And I guess it's on the end user to have a little bit more common sense, but you got to watch out. I mean, there's people out there that, especially with how easy it is to attract people on a webinar and, you know, selling can be a powerful thing if you're not respectful of your audience. And I think, you know, too many people take advantage of it. And, and therefore, I wouldn't be surprised if just especially my industry gets a lot more regulated. Um, maybe it's through reviews or, or who knows, but things need to tighten up because there's too many people that I've noticed that are selling big ticket items without kind of any professional experience with any real kind of market knowledge. And not only do you see it in my industry, I think you see it a lot of in the coaching industry where the barrier for entry is, is what, a Facebook ad? No, you're absolutely right. And uh, I was going to mention that everybody's a coach these days. And it's kind of scary. You know, I, I coach startups per se, but I do not make that my focus because there's so many people out there that do some kind of coaching. And that's fine. There's people out there that I'm sure are great. And there's people, like you said, that have never, you know, done anything or spoken to anybody in their life. So, you know, do they really have any experience? But, you know, the sad thing is, is there's people out there that will literally almost buy anything. And, you know, I, I see a lot with like the marketing world. So I'm, I'm pretty heavy into the Facebook marketing and the funnels and that type of thing. And I was having a conversation with a guy the other day and he said, hey, and this bothers me, you know, just as a human, this bothers me. He said, hey, man, I've got this client that needs help with Facebook ads, but I don't know how to run a Facebook ad. And I said, well, so it's kind of a consulting type of thing, right? So I said, well, aren't you a marketing, like an internet marketing company? He said, yeah. And I said, well, if you don't know how to even start a Facebook ad, like what do you do? He said, well, I, I optimize social media. And I said, well, what does that mean? And he just stopped talking to me. And it just, it's frustrating. It's like, because you have somebody out there who's willing to pay you and you don't even know what you're talking about. And I'm sure you see the same thing, you know? I, I, I absolutely see the same thing. And the tough part and I think we just need to call it out is, you know, there's there's good people that are willing to do the work, but, 
you know, garbage in, garbage out. It doesn't yep. matter how hard you're willing to work. If you're not learning the right information, it, it just doesn't matter. And so I'm even at the point now where I'm on webinars and I'll ask the audience, if I have a hundred people on there, I'll say, just being you know, very upfront, who here has been on over 20 webinars? You know, who here has been on over 40 webinars? And then just letting them know that 40 webinars, guys, that's 40 hours. There's people that have that, done that? Heck yeah. Holy smokes. Oh, I mean, especially, I, I don't, I mean, in, in the stock market education space, absolutely, people are living on these webinars, keep, just keep waiting for the next shiny object. And it's just talking with them and saying, you know what, even if you're on 10 webinars, that's 10 hours where you could be, you know, absorbing real content and working to, to actually get somewhere rather than being pitched something. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I think that, you know, people, people are getting crafty at, at the salesmanship and at the webinars and the presentations where it is becoming a form of almost entertainment. But you know, their, their, their end goal is to, to get people to reach into their pocket. Absolutely. Well, I think people like yourself that do it the right way, you know, in the long run and in the short run, but you're, the value that you deliver is going to, you know, it's going to give you a harvest time and time again. Because when people have been done right and they, they understand what's going on, they tell friends, they come back and good things happen. So, you know, call it karma, call it whatever you like, but you, you definitely get out what you put in. Well, I, I appreciate you saying that. This might be a little a little tip that might be transferable to different industries, but because I was getting so frustrated when I first started Active Day Trader, what I ended up doing is, is I was a market maker on the floor of the exchange. So I, I really and to do that you need to be able to to really know how to value options. So finally, I was watching these presentations, and I know these guys have lists of fifty thousand or a hundred thousand people just selling you know nonsense. So what I ended up doing is I took my flagship product, which is teaching people how to trade options, you know, just really like walking them through, holding their hand. And I said, you know what, I'm going to give them three hours of content and I'm going to give them a live class, but I'm going to give them a live class once a month forever. And just say that, you know what, I'm not going anywhere, guys. After two years, 24 classes. After three years, 36 classes. And that's been my biggest, biggest uh, kind of what I've been known for my flagship product and I keep it, you know, it's, it's 297, keep it at a you know fair price, but I do that just so, Hey, I got you. If this is something that you really want to learn, let's go through and go through the education of it and really kind of getting underneath the hood. And that's been at first I was like, I don't know, you know, live classes, maybe I should be charging a premium every single month, but I think people just feel it's very respectful. They feel that, you know, we're always going over the content together. And that's been like a, just a major breakthrough in my business because, you know, that that's people come in, they, they look at other workshops, they look at coaching, but it starts to build trust because you're telling them like, listen, 30 day return policy. If you don't like the pitch of my voice, return it. And I'm with you. Let's do classes once a month. That's, you know, how much I believe in what I'm offering. No, I like that a lot. And I think it's important for, you know, I'll speak from my own experience. So when I want to really learn and really be the best at what I'm doing, I want to find people like yourself that I feel like are the very best in their, their area. 
And you have to spend money to get you're going to spend more money to get around the best people. So, you know, somebody's not going to get three hours of your time a month for free. So they got to invest a little money, which is great because when people invest, they are a lot more focused and serious and committed to what they're doing. But it's really nice that somebody can come to you and say, you know, I'm going to partner up with this guy and the way he teaches. And I'm, I'm going to really put the time and put the effort in. You know, it's almost like getting a degree. You're putting in your effort and your commitment consistently, and that's going to yield, excuse me, yield really good results for for other people in their businesses. So I really like that. It's good stuff, man. Oh well, thank you. Yep, I appreciate you saying that. Um, for for me, because of all the competition in my space, I need a way to find incentive for them to hang around. So if that's offering you know, re like, like really big discounts for a six month commitment, like whatever the price is for one month. Hey, if you commit to six months, it might not be that much more than one month, but it's still the mindset that people have that, Hey, they have skin in the game. And so now you have their attention for longer. And I feel, and, and for those out there who really genuinely believe in their content, you just need to keep the attention of your audience. So I found that if I think about incentivizing people to stay around for a longer time period, that really helps in the relationship building because I, I'm not the kind of guy who's 997 no return policy. Like I have no interest in that. I want those longer term relationships because that's how I know I could help people. I can't help people if they're gonna come and buy something and no return policy and I never see them again. Absolutely. Well, I heard you mention that you trade options, correct? Yeah. Do you do anything with Forex? Uh, I trade options and I trade futures. I really specialize in bond futures right now because the, the Fed's moving. Okay. I've never traded Forex professionally. I've traded it in my personal account, but I have like a policy with my members that I'm never teaching something that I haven't done professionally, that I haven't really done you know, to put food on the table for my family. Nice. There was a period, let's see, this is September. I want to say a year ago, about a year ago, where I just kept running into people and everybody was talking about day trading, Forex, Forex. So I got interested and did some research. So I bought a book and read it. And I was like, well, I really appreciate this industry in general because the learning curve is steep. I mean, you're not going to, somebody's not going to pick up a book and then dive in and, and probably be successful. It's like anything else. You got to put in your time and, you got to get that that hands-on experience. With that being said, I mean, is it pretty hard for somebody listening to to get into uh, trading, or what would you recommend for the best option if they wanted to get started with trading? Uh, such a good question. Something I'm always telling people is if you're an accountant, if you're a real estate broker, if you're whatever, I'm not going to learn your industry in three days. Why do you think you're going to be able to learn my industry in three days? It takes a commitment. Like anything that we do, if I want to go learn how to play golf, I got to invest the time, right? If I go out there for a little bit, it's going to be miserable. That's not fun at all. So the only way to really, really learn is to tell yourself, you know what? I'm going to invest six months. I'm going to invest a year and find either somebody to work with or, you know, there's Great, great, you know, just books and you have to study them and put in the work. But, you know, uh, Jason, if you want, I, I'll, I'll shoot you over some books if you want to throw it in the show notes yep, absolutely. Uh, for people to check out. Let's do that. I'll, I'll make a note too. 
So there's an options book. It's uh, by someone, uh, the author's last name is Macmillan, and I'll shoot you over the title. And this book is required reading for all options trading firms in Chicago. It's, it, it's that important. It's a textbook, but it's just a great way to learn. And once you learn that foundation, then you could always go on the Chicago Board Options Exchange website, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, their website. They have really great education. I personally, I think where we're going is education's a commodity. Everybody can get whatever case, whatever education that you want, right? You can buy a book. You can Google. You can go on Quora and ask questions. Where you can pay, where you would need value from a coach is someone to hold you accountable. You know, someone could, someone you could ask questions back and forth with. But the educational side, that's not what you need to pay for. So I wouldn't spend any money on the education. I would get some books and then I would just paper trade. Never lose money while you're learning. So what I do is I have a, a six-month coaching program that people come in and the rules that I have people agree to before they're accepted into the program is paper trade, which is just phony baloney trading, like practice trading, and prove to yourself with fake money that you can make $300 per week. If you graduate from that, prove you can make $800 a week. Once you can do that, then try to make $300 of real money. But that way, you're learning through practicing. You're holding yourself accountable. And I even have people who say, oh, I hate paper trading. I can't do that. Well, earn the right not to do that. Don't just say I want to play with real money because you're going to lose. So it's kind of earning the right. Practice proof to yourself that you could you know, accomplish this individual task or goal and then earn the right to take the next step. Something you just said that I really love, and it's applicable in anything in life worth doing, which any anything you do should be worth doing. Otherwise, why do it? But it's all about taking action. That, that's what I heard you say. And I've learned when people talk, you know, maybe I don't know somebody or maybe I do know somebody, but when they start talking about what they want to do, I'm almost to the point where I don't even listen because I'm just like, show me. You know, anybody can say anything, but like you say, if people aren't willing, you know, somebody wants to trade and they're unwilling to paper trade like you're telling them, well, they're probably not going to do anything because if you're not going to learn to crawl, how do you think you're going to jump hurdles? And, and people are impatient. People want the answers right away. And that's why, you know, they're susceptible to one-time offers and, you know, uh, and, and, you know, only three left, you know, all that because people want it now. Everybody has that fear of missing out. That fear of, miss, that fear of missing out is something that traders deal with all the time. And I have, I mean, I've said this for 10 years in training people. Now in talking with clients, the fear of missing out is not real. It's something that we create in our own minds and we have to overcome that. So that's a big thing that I see people deal with all the time. The other thing that kills traders and i'm sure it affects other people in other industries is the sunken cost theory which just says i paid 9.97 for this special indicator the special program i'm going to keep doing it even though it just doesn't feel right because you want to squeeze everything out of it 
because people have a very difficult time even to themselves admitting that they may have made a mistake. So that's another thing. That's sunken cost theory. If you pay for something and it's not adding any value, cut it off. Don't try to squeeze something out of it. Cut it off and move on and you made a mistake. Fine. That 997 is gone. Let's go on to the next thing. Absolutely. Now, I've certainly I've certainly invested in things before and perhaps you have as well and uh, you want it to work so damn bad. You're like, is this going to be great? It's going to work. Yeah. And, and if you get to a point where there's no ROI, you got to say, hey, self, for reality check time, we got to move on. This isn't, this isn't working. So get in front of it, though, right? Before absolutely. Even, before there's even no ROI, I mean, get in front of it. Does it feel right? Are you going in the right direction? And if not, it, you know, I, I speak trading just because that's, that's what I know. Mm-hmm. But when I work with a firm, the biggest thing that we would look for more important than MIT, you know, or, or any Ivy League school is the ability to admit fault. The ability to admit that, you know what, we're not perfect, that we can pivot and whatever direction that you're not, that you're going, you're not fall, you know, you're not married to that direction. You're not falling in love with that one direction. What you want to do is get to the finish line and sometimes, you know, it's, it's, it's shifting and, and, and making little adjustments. Absolutely. Long live the pivot. <laughs> I know it's a, more of a buzzword in, in, in your industry than mine. Absolutely. Well, you've given <laughs> us a ton of tips today, awesome tips. If there's somebody who's listening, Jonathan, who's willing to put in the time, what are the three best tips you could give them for somebody that wants to get involved in some, into some day trading? Number one would be especially for options. Options are a little intimidating for for people, but don't let it be. I would go invest the $50 in the book that I'm going to send you over, Jason. I have no affiliation whatsoever. It's just a darn good read. And for anybody who's really committed to doing it, you'll absolutely love it. The second thing is thinkorswim. You can go, it's thinkorswim.com and set up a paper trading account. It's free. Think of it like playing a video game. It doesn't cost you a dollar and you can start watching the market. And as much as people think that they don't have any market experience, Netflix against Blockbuster, right? Blockbuster was doing great. Netflix came and just started taking market share. Whatever your industry is in, think about what tools that you use. Those are all darn good investments. And the tools that are out of favor those are probably not so great investments, and we have the ability to bet on them going down. So there's really, really creative ways that you can look to you know, kind of invest in, in your everyday life. The last tip off the top of my head would be don't risk money. Don't risk money. The longer that you wait before getting in the market, the better off you'll be in this industry the tortoise beats the hare every single time. Anyone who rushes in there, no chance. Well, those are awesome tips, man. I appreciate that. Funny that you mentioned Blockbuster and Netflix. As weird as this is, I was actually talking to my kids about that right before I sent you the message today. About pair trading? No, about just Netflix <laughs> and, and Blockbuster because I heard on the radio today that Toys R Us is going bankrupt. 
I saw that too. And my kids are like, oh, no, how can this be? And I said, I'll be honest with you, kids. It's the same company it was in the mid-'80s and early-'80s for me. They haven't done anything differently. So if they refuse to change and, and move with times, they're going to become a casualty to it. And I think that's what's happening. So, and it's tough when Amazon's in the room. Oh, yeah. I mean, how do you how do you compete with them? I mean, you know, everything great falls, but right now they're uh, they're only getting bigger and badder. So. Jason, I got one more quick story if I okay. can get another yeah, three absolutely. minutes. Absolutely, absolutely. And I just, this is such an unbelievable story that that I've told several times to really good friends. But I was looking to get into podcasting. Never done podcasting at all, and so I went searched around the internet and just came across Jason's name. This is actually how we met, and I said, you know, reached out to Jason. I said, hey, I got a couple of questions about podcasting. Would you mind if I kind of picked your brain for a little bit? Jason said, no problem. I called him. He talked to me for an hour. And I even asked Jason, I said, I said, let me just ask you a question. You're not like pitching me anything. It doesn't seem like, you know, our businesses are, are, are kind of a line that it would, it would make sense. But you're just spending so much time on and give and just giving me information and sharing your experiences with me. And I asked you why. And you said it was just you know, karma, like I'm, I'm happy to, to just do good, good things. And, and who knows what happens later on in life. And surprisingly enough, I just want to say a big thank you because that really, really meant a lot to me. And it's so rare, you know, from personal experience that you get surprised from people and that just genuinely kind of blew me away. So I've told that story a ton of times. So I just want to, you know, big thank you to you. I now have started my podcast. I've done three of them already. I'm going to release them this week. But I just got, I landed the biggest fish in my industry. I just got Jim Cramer to sign up for a podcast on October 4th. Holy and that smokes. would have never happened without, without you right there, man. So I'm genuinely thankful and appreciative. That was one of the nicest things anybody's done for me in business. Wow, that's awesome, man. Man, I, I <laughs> no problem. You know, here's what's crazy. There's a chapter two of this story that you even you don't know about. Come on. So <laughs> I think it's been two or three weeks ago. I was having some challenges with uh, Facebook marketing for a client. I just couldn't figure out this snag. So I was posting in a, a Facebook group that I'm a part of and just kind of like I did to you. This guy says, hey, you got a couple minutes. Give me a call. So this guy is in the UK, five hours ahead. So he talks to me for an hour, just giving me unbelievable value. Like I've even paid people before for this. He did it for free. Same type of thing. And we've become friends and we talk almost every day now. And the value he's given me in regards to Facebook marketing has been absolutely phenomenal. So it's come back around that way. And it's so cool because, you know, we have that opportunity to help each other out and make an impact. And the beautiful thing is you have no clue how far that ripple will go. I mean, you've got the podcast going, you've got this big interview. Who knows where that'll take you? You know, it's it's awesome that we can all help each other out. I love it, man. Well, I, <laughs> you, 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 you deserve that. And I'm telling you, you inspired me to, you know, want to do that and make somebody else, you know, feel as, as welcome and thankful as you did for me. So I genuinely, you know, I really appreciate that. And by the way, this is the... The, the next time I've talked with Jason, it's not like we've talked throughout since then. So uh, getting a little mushy, but genuinely really appreciate it. So thank you. 
Very cool. No problem at all, man. I, I love it. I actually was getting the itch yesterday. I said, I got to find a, I got to find somebody else to help. And uh, you, <laughs> you just get that, you get that urge and you just, you put value out there and it does come back around. It really does. I was going to try to throw a curveball at you, but you've already answered it. I was going to say, Hey, it was on the website today. I saw coming soon on the podcast, but you've already, you've already <laughs> jumped ahead. So how, how do you like it so far? So far, so good. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. I'm kind of uh, I need a little help with the, with with the WordPress site, but I I, t- I mean I, t- I took your advice. I I found someone that's their dedicated role to to doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. I enjoy doing the content. We found we found a sound guy. Now once everything's kind of I'm a little, I'm a little nervous for this interview. I have a. Uh, a mutual friend that, that that hooked us up, which 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 is great with with Jim. A um, little nervous just because again, it's not my field, but I'm gonna I'm gonna work my my, my butt off. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna read his book before before we get started. Uh, I've sent him over some questions. I I, I want to do it the right way, you know. As as Eminem says, you get one shot. Absolutely, I love that. And I think you'll do just fine. And I want to use this opportunity because my two uh, teammates will hear this, but. Tiffany, she's my VA and she's heavily involved in our podcast. She puts together phenomenal show notes. She does all the communicating with the guests. Uh, I would be lost without her. So thank you very much for what you do. And Steven, man, you know, I'm a big fan of what you do with the sound. So uh, never get comfortable. I'm always appreciative for what you do as well. And trust me, Jonathan, when I used to do this stuff myself, man, there's some episodes where things are so jacked up. I, I had no idea, but I just did it anyway. Uh, there's been times where I've got a ton of listeners, you know, it'll ebb and flow like anything. And I was telling my wife, I don't care what the results are. I'm not going to stop because I believe in what I'm doing. I'm passionate about it and I'm not stopping. So we're knocking on about a year and a half. So next April will be two years and uh, keep chugging, you know. That's fantastic. Well, I really appreciate you having me. It was a lot of fun. Absolutely. So uh, besides the podcast, what other projects do you have cooking in the next six months or so? What I'm really looking to do right now is to clean up my business. You know, I grew really fast, but sometimes grew to the point of releasing new products without going back and, and really kind of cleaning up old funnels and making sure that people are getting, you know, every time I touch them, it's with intention. So right now I've, you know, gone to the point where I kind of got a little bit ahead of me. Now I want to pull back and, and really just work on, you know, fine tuning and, 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 you know, oiling the machine so I could spend more time working on the business rather than in the business. Very nice. Very nice. If somebody listening today is inspired by what you said, and I think it'd be pretty hard not to be, how could they get in touch with you, Jonathan? Hey, anytime, just Jonathan at active day trader. Um, and then I have a ton of, of free content on my YouTube channel as well, you know, for people just looking to see what I'm about, you know, you could always go check out, just search Jonathan active day trader and it'll come up. But Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. It's been a, I've had a great time doing it. Tons of good content here. Great conversation as well. Fantastic. Again, thanks for having me. All right. We are back to the main show, Jonathan. I appreciate it. My friend, good information and time well spent for sure. If you guys want to check out these show notes for this episode, you can go to intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash episode 114. 
And you can check out a little bit more about Jonathan, see everything there. And some changes coming up for the show. Nothing big. Just uh, uh, keeping it spontaneous, keeping it interesting. Um, Recorded kind of a long episode with a couple buddies that have been on the show before here recently. I'm going to chop that up into a couple episodes here soon. And um, just keeping things unpredictable for you guys, a listener. Keep trying things. Keep testing things, see what works, see what I like, see what you guys respond to. Um, It's all fun stuff. It's a lot of fun. So what's interesting is I finally have started recording again. So you may have recalled in previous episodes I've said that, you know, some of these episodes have been recorded for six months. I'm actually recording, I think, with two people this coming Friday for, you know, shows coming out here within the next month or so. So good stuff. I get back on the mic and... Get to do what I like, and uh, you know, on the the full access project, I'm not using the mic; I'm just using my iPhone. So, I like using the good setup, like I'm doing now, to get this great sound quality that you're enjoying right at this moment. So, all kinds of fun stuff happening. Fun stuff happening. Excuse me. Um, well, I appreciate your ear, guys. I appreciate your time. As always, I hope you have a great week. If you like, you can tune in for two more episodes of this podcast this week which will be coming out Wednesday and Friday. So I'm kind of on that Sunday night into Monday, Wednesday, Friday kick. So appreciate your time. Catch up with you soon. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in to Intentionally Inspirational. You can keep up with all of our new episodes on CastBox, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We look forward to having you join us again next week for another great episode.